Roger Clemens joining us, brought to you by John Daspit, here to talk postseason baseball once again this year. It is one of our favorite times of the year and one of our favorite guests, Roger Clemens, with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Stay on that topic, though. Have you ever seen this, Roger? Have you ever been part of this where you thought you were going to play at one time and then within 24 hours it was switched to a separate time? How much does that that change going from 1 o'clock to 6 o'clock? Does that really alter anything for the Astros or for the pitcher, or is it is it beneficial for you? Yeah, no, it doesn't. You know, as long as we know what's going on, it's everybody's locked and loaded pretty much on. Uh, you know, they, they give you a heads up on possibility of times anyway, so you just got to be ready for it. It's happened. Oh gosh, probably three or four times at least uh, over my career, where when we were in the playoffs, they changed times on us. So, um, not 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 such a big deal at all. Roger Clemens here, brought to you by John Daspit. Here is a big deal. The In his three postseason starts, Christian Javier is uh, has batting average. It's two, they're two for 50, Roger. He's only given up two hits. You know, that's the greatest three-game three run in postseason history. You're fourth on that list. When In, in 2001, you had a three-game run where... Uh, you were you were unbelievable, and they, nobody could get a hit off of you. But that's fourth on that list. How about and Don Larson was second with his no hitter uh, included in his three game run, and then somebody else was third. But how about this Christian Javier, two for fifty in three starts in the postseason? Yeah, I mean just just under control, you know, calm like they talk about with uh, Javi. I mean. Uh, when we talked about it, what we talk on Monday, we were looking for the twenty twenty, uh, the twenty twenty two uh, guy, and, and we got him. I mean, he he walked five. Uh, I mean, there's this this game here, boys. You could go about uh, ten, eleven, twelve different ways. I mean, there's about twelve topics on this one. I'm, you know, you know what I was happy about was, uh, and he he had to know it too with Maldi back there on that foul tip. Yeah, but, you know, he, you know, that's a situation where that game could have got out of hand quick. He locked right back in. He walked some guys. Maybe it didn't look like it really bothered him a whole lot walking. You know, the you know what was it, three three walks really two on the fifth because of that foul tip. So again, I'm I'm glad that worked out. I thought it was, um, you know, I thought it was going to be a deal where you heard the Twins fans counting down the pitch clock time. And they talked about affecting the pitcher. I think it affects the hitter too. I mean, when you're holding it down to to you know one second before you start your delivery, it's ever who's focused when that's going on. You hear that. I mean, you hear it with a loud crowd in a visiting ballpark. So, but I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that I mean, the the uh, the home run. What was it? The um, the Abreu uh, the Abreu and uh, Bregman's homers. Uh, uh, Sonny Gray's breaking balls. Like I said, I was. I was thinking about you two, both you two, John and Lance. You guys could have hit that one out. <laughs> I mean, that was you talking about room service, man. So all the buildup with the um, the shadows, the sun, um, how how Sonny Gray is pitched. I mean, he was fantastic. And then you watch the very you know the leadoff hitter. You you watching our, our boy, you know, coming up there and doing his thing. Altuve with the uh, kind of buckled on the breaking ball, but still was under control with his bat. Gets a base hit. Some of our lefties, uh, by the way, welcome to the party. Now, uh, you know, Brayo, Bregman, and Tuck. You know, they're they're getting hot. So there's you're getting to, you're getting to a point where you don't see you you don't have a break as a pitcher. You can't make a mistake, and and the guys are making you pay for it. So it's just um, 
you know, it's just incredible. And of course, I think, you know, for me as a pitcher, uh, Pena, uh, his, his diving, you know, the double play he turned in, what was it, the bottom of the six? I mean, that was good as everybody was ranting and raving about Trey Turner's with the Phillies. That was incredible play. Um, and then you got to go to Jordan. I mean, that's it's ridiculous. We're seeing this is Carla. This is what I saw up close and personal with Carlos Beltran. You yeah, guys remember what yep. he did? Yep. For those who missed two thousand two thousand four, I mean, was it was, one it was the- incredible. Every hit he was. I mean, he was launching pitches that he shouldn't even <laughs> touch. If you looked at Jordan's last at bat, he was almost smiling when he fouled off one or two of those. You 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 look at it, they they had a close up on him. And he was shaking his head like, please go there again, and they did, and he roasted it. And uh, how would you I, how would you pitch? It's interesting because you know that low pitch that he just calls out that 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 change up or that or that slider that he just crushes, and they say, well, you know what, he can't catch up to that high fastball, and then he catches up to the high fastball and hits that. How would you approach pitching Jordan right now? Yeah, you better walk him. You That's better, it. You, you you could just rush him a little bit. You know, rush him inside for a strike and, and that, but you know, he pulled those balls. You got to go back to what we talked about last time. We talked about giving that late inning home run opposite field. When guys are covering like that, a left hander is covering. I mean, you have nowhere to go. And really, he should have been four for five. That's a base. That's a double that they gave the kid an error. When you go to, when you leave your feet to go down to one knee and backhand the ball. That's a that's a base hit. He was doing that probably thinking in his mind he was going to pick that and turn two, and right. then he misses it, and they give you know give the kid an error. But yeah, like I said, you're not sure what was it? He should have been four for five. But he's he's hitting that uh, that baby cutter in. Then they went two seamer, and uh, that one ran back across the. It, you know, it wasn't middle; it was inner half, and he he roasted that one. So he's just comfortable right now, man. He's balanced. You didn't see a lot of the guys overswing. I think Tuck went the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you see guys do that, that really causes when you when left-handers take me the other way, and they got plate coveraged, we got a problem now. So either I'm going to have to start wearing some guys out inside and make them feel very uncomfortable, or you know I got you got to find so you got to change quickly, and you can't rely on the the sun and shadows, which were a big problem. I mean, Correa. Guerrero, he had a huge problem with that, and uh, like the other guys did. But I mean, you'd have to ask our hitters if they were really sitting breaking ball. They sure looked at they, yeah. they were going to get a boatload of them. That's so. why I was thinking. I was thinking about you in the first inning because when you when you see the pitches that were hit, they were they were sitting breaking ball. And I thought about all the times you told us. Well, not all the times when you told us how often people uh, in the bench can pick up on little tells for a pitcher and how you always have to be kind of self scouting. The way that they were hitting that, I, I almost thought, well, well, they came in either with the idea that we're going to sit breaking pitch or maybe there was some kind of tell that they had picked up in his last start or couple starts on the breaking pitch. Is there a possibility that maybe they just jumped on him early because they had something on Sonny Gray? Yeah, Sonny Gray, I mean, his curveball was better than his sweeper, which everybody talked about. He'd only given up one or two hits, whatever. They talked about his dominance over the Astros in April. We didn't have our spark plug in the lineup. Altuve wasn't around. I mean, that's a huge difference just to have him in the lineup and being dangerous. And uh, but they were just—I mean, guys—they when you talk about room service, those those breaking balls—they weren't the ones that started on the plate. Ended up two balls off the plate. They started middle in and they stayed middle away. And I'm just telling you, if you can just put a good swing on it, and they were up, 
and you put a good swing on it, get a little backspin on the ball, they're they're going somewhere uh, a long way. So, I mean, uh, it was there's no difference than Abreu's. If you look at Ober's pitches that he threw um, to Abreu, I mean, they were just. I mean, even the other guys that got base hits off him afterwards, he was so he was just he was just he was a power thrower. You can't be a power thrower in this game. You got to continue to pitch. Just like Christian did. I mean, he did a great job pitching and working his way through. Even the walks, um, when he made his own little mess, he got out of it uh, and uh, had great movement, great explosion on his fastball upper in, uh, you know, in the zone up. And uh, but again, our le- the left-handed, our left-handed bats with Houston, they're using all the fields, and um, you know, it's 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 fun to see right now. They're 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 rolling, and like I said. With one or two guys rolling, maybe three, and now you have you know the other guys joining the party. It's uh, it makes a, a long day for some of these guys. The Twins didn't. I mean, listen, the shadows were the same for both teams. So you know, I know Correa, this Lewis and Correa, and and even Kepler, they looked like they had no plate discipline. The difference was a lot of plate discipline, wasn't it? Yeah, you saw them swinging at balls that weren't, weren't even close. And, and again, they're they're trying to guess and go, but yeah, once it got uh, once the sun changed its location uh, on the field where it wasn't, uh, you know, the hit the the pitcher was in the sun, then the, you have a dark spot, and then you have the sun again at home plate. I mean, that's it, it's fun to pitch in that, but you still have to you still have to pitch. You can't do that. And yeah, hey, I... don't 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 look don't overlook Molly behind the plate. I mean, you don't see too many guys shaking him off. That's why he's back there. Everybody's comfortable with this dude. So and, and you know they're you know he's pressing those buttons on that pitch com and nobody's shaking they're going right with him he knows he's done some homework on these guys too absolutely Roger Clemens brought to you by John Daspit right here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five so what do you expect Arkady his last outing he looked great on the Saturday the last Saturday of the season Roger he comes in here he's had a up and down year he was hurt he's back he's not he's been inconsistent what are you expecting tonight between he and Ryan. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be real efficient. I think he's gonna. Wor- uh, you know, I think he's gonna work fairly fast, like he always does. Um, uh, re- you know, rely on what's being called behind the plate, and uh, I expect good things from him. I mean, he's got good stuff. He moves the ball around. Um, it's just going to depend on how desperate uh, Minnesota is and their hitters. Uh, you know, again, I think uh, when we talked last. Uh, we talked about those first three innings, man, and and that's exactly what happened. Uh, you know, it happened again. So, um, airtight defense, those strikes, get ahead and expand the zone. That's what I'm going to be looking for. Did you like that he brought a six-run cushion? He brings in Hunter Brown to give the kid a little bit of confidence, although he struggled and he needed that pain you play. But that was if you want to get a kid going, I guess you bring him in in a situation like that, huh? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a situation where you're 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 you know pretty you know you know pretty free with your body and your arm and uh, I mean in the playoffs you get you you get me one or two runs early you know I can go to work and and like we again we talked about it, I'll preach it uh, to you guys again. There's no fastball counts in the major leagues anymore. Some of these dudes get the three two just to throw their breaking ball on purpose um, and, and they run from the they run from the zone to do that so. Um, well, I, I loved it. You know, when I was with the Strohs, we in the playoffs, and the boys got me one or two. It felt like eight. You know, you can just go to work, man. You're freed up. You can throw anything at any time. 
you know, I can go right to my split after strike one, and I might throw some guy five straight splits in, in a row when I, when you have a, a two-run lead. So, well, uh, that, you know, all bets are off. Those guys got you no runs. Two runs must have seemed like eight because they, <laughs> they never hit for hey, you. I'm still trying to figure out how I want to Cy Young coming home. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, Javier, the, the whole key with him is going to be because he is really an X factor. If you If you get – the nine strikeouts were great. You had a bunch of swing and miss. I do think it's a different game for him against a team with plate discipline that doesn't chase because uh, he did still have five walks and a hit batter. But, man, his the stuff looks so much better. And can't I think teach, that uh, – Can't teach it, baby. You can't teach confidence. And, no. And he was just – he was. I know he's calm-looking all the time and uh, out there, but uh, you can't teach confidence. And Dusty threw him out there and said, let's do it, and he, he's going to do the same thing. How big tonight. is that getting out of a – a bases loaded jam. I mean, that's got to also be something that that kind of helps you grow from a confidence standpoint. Yeah, being you know being a little bit of a fly ball pitcher, and then when I would throw my two seamer on purpose to to try and get that ground ball, when I had realized, hey, this guy's a you know I'm not going to strike this guy out. He's he's choked up two inches on the bat. Again, I'm relying on my catcher, you know, Osmus back there, whoever it is. Pay attention to detail what these guys are doing if they make adjustments and. And Minnesota better make some adjustments quick, and they better make an adjustment not to throw to Jordan. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, 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 he Jeffers talked about it. Their catcher, oh, we challenged Jordan in game two. Look at, and it was great. Yeah, keep on doing that. Keep that same yeah. energy. Uh, yeah. I can't yeah. even see. There's no chance they throw to Jordan tonight, is there? What do they say? It's like striking striking matches at a gas station. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep doing it. Keep uh, keep that same energy. Well, we exactly. will talk to you about it again tomorrow, Roger. Great stuff. We really appreciate your insight. It is really, really great. And we really appreciate John Daspit for doing that as well. So thanks for being here, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for having me, man. appreciate it. All right. There's Roger Clemens with us here. Should be Hall of Famer. And by the way, one went away from him joining us in the <laughs> – for the ALCS. 